Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft. Thank you for tuning into The Mage as well, your 101 guide to all things witchcraft and spiritual. Hey witches, cheers for tuning in. Last week I had a question from one of you guys that said, Hi Michael, I'm a huge fan of your show and I love what you do. I'm struggling to practice in light of the virus and I also have little to no money to spend on my practice. Do you have any tips? So I get it, the cup has runneth dry, debt and despair may have come a-knocking and you're waiting for those prosperity spells back in episode 7, which better have my money, to kick in and lead you into happily ever after. If you've not checked that episode out, might be worth having a look. Quarantine has turned us all into desperate house witches. I've struggled to find inspiration into practice, which has made me feel guilty and like I'm stuck in a rut. And worry is the death of creativity. And I think your creative waters have to be running quite high to practice, as I think witchcraft and creativity are very closely intertwined. Majors, my sugar pot spell. It's ready. We can lift off, and I want your cup to overrunneth. Sugar pot spells are traditionally used to sweeten your life and bring joy. And who doesn't want more of that? I mean, I do. Subscribe to the link in the description and you can be added. What are you waiting for? There's no time to lose. Now, what I've chosen to speak about today isn't in depth. I wanted to talk about many things to give you guys ideas and inspiration. I cover a lot of ground and some of the things could be episodes in of themselves, so if you like the sound of something that I briefly touch upon, go ahead and look deeper into it. Witchcraft has become a retail sector, and seeing what others are using or doing on social media and comparing it to your own practice can leave you feeling a little underwhelmed and even doubt your own skills. I've kept a budget in mind and I've really hit the simplify button. I'm going to strip it back to basics and say that you don't need the fancy equipment or the elaborate altar layout Sure, it may help, 
But if you can develop a robust practice without all the good gear, then it sounds like you could be onto something deeply fulfilling and successful. And it's difficult. On the one hand, you want to be savvy with your money, especially now. But on the other, I think it's really important to spend a little bit more and support local businesses rather than giving your monies to companies with no ethics who dominate the marketplace. I saw a lot of articles saying to go to pound stores, dollar stores, that kind of vibe. Depending where you are and how badly your area is affected, that might not be possible. And personally, I think it's better to have a craft that's more in tune to the ecological concerns at present. Vote with your wallet. Do not support these businesses to sustain your craft. If you can, I'm not shaming anyone. It's a time to get creative and to start substituting. I'm going to say that again. You don't need a pile of expensive equipment to develop a craft. It can be done anywhere with whatever you have around you. It may mean that you just have to get a little bit creative. And how I've approached this is by thinking where we already spend money or our time doing something and how we can hack it and turn it into witchcraft. Hopefully some tips today give you something to work with. So the items and the ingredients within magical workings, I see them more as containers or vessels for holding your intent. The key ingredient with any spell is your intent and realizing that you have more power than you've been led to believe. Also saying a spell or incantation doesn't cost anything and can be done without any of the added ingredients. Visualization is a very powerful method for casting spells. However, what I want to stress is don't leave those visuals inside your head, take action on them and work towards your goals. Kitchen magic. Cooking and witchcraft in my eyes are very closely related. Maybe you could start viewing your kitchen as a sacred space. After all, it's a place of massive transformation. Declutter and do a smoke lens. Burn incense while you cook. It gives it the element of the divine. Traditionally in ancient times, every hearth had a guardian spirit that the household worked with. Set up an altar and leave offerings of what you cook. Hestia is the Greek goddess of the hearth and maybe you could invoke her and work with her. Set your intentions before you start cooking. Select or build a recipe that will help with that intention. And look into the magical correspondence of each ingredient. Visualizing that intention as you prepare each step of the recipe and actually eating your food in silence with no distractions can be a ritual in of itself. Make sure you're in a positive state of mind while you cook, else the energy will go into what you're cooking. And ingredients like sugar, vinegar, ash, water, eggshells, salt, these are some of the most powerful ingredients that are easily available. Kitchen waste can often be used for magical purposes. Orange peel can be used in love or fertility spells. Coconut shells can be offering bowls. Work with what ingredients you have. Your kitchen cupboard has lots of witchy ingredients in the form of herbs and spices. I've started making my own herb bundle for smoke cleansing. Rosemary is wonderful for cleansing you and your space. It's available fresh at most supermarkets and it's relatively cheap. Get it in a bunch, tie it tightly with string and wait for it to dry. It's great to hang around your house or bed for repelling spirits, asperging as well and smoke cleansing. Some of the things that you could do in the kitchen, enchant herbs and spices, stir sigils into sauces or water, ritualistically making tea and charging it by stirring your spoon. You could grow your own vegetables and herbs if you're able to, put spells into food. For example, you could put a healing spell into a broth. If this is something that appeals to you, I would really recommend that you do some research into it. Once you know the magical correspondences of ingredients, every cookbook or recipe can become a spell. And it's the same with cleaning. While you are cleaning, you can turn it into a magical practice. Singing or chanting is a great thing to do while you clean. You can create magical floor washes with a particular intent in mind 
and moon water can also be added. For those who live in the countryside or near the sea, I envy you. Living in London, I really miss the sea. There is an abundance of free material that you can use in your craft. For city dwellers, it's a little bit more challenging, but use the time spent traveling to parks or nature and gathering ingredients as part of your actual practice. Connect with nature, give gratitude and offerings. Tree bark is said to stimulate growth from within. Moss is for change and protection. Rocks represent stability and strength. Acorns are for wealth. Soil and brick dust are great ingredients for protection as well as other things. Learn what grows in your area too. There are countless foraging books. Be careful, please don't poison yourself. But once you've learned what's in your area and what herbs you've got access to and plants, you can start incorporating them into your practice and sort of relying on the magical correspondences to achieve what your intent is. The Woodland Trust Tree Identification app, it's UK based only, sorry, anyone else that's outside the UK, can be downloaded and used to identify trees. Get thrifty. Recycle jars and bottles. I've kept hold of an olive oil bottle to create a witch's bottle that I spoke about earlier in the protection episode. And that bottle, it uses ingredients that are readily available. So I would definitely recommend going and checking that out and see if you can make something from that. Invest in small things like needle and thread, string and glue to give you options for crafting things. Charity shops and car boot sales are great for all sorts of things that you can use in your craft. Obviously this isn't an option at the moment, but anything that you buy secondhand, just make sure to cleanse it. I mean, I got my altar, a coffee table, secondhand from a local classified ads app. And altars can be anything, even a shoebox. Books. Ebooks are usually half price, and some are even free. Also, get online and find communities and see if you can start a Google Drive where you compile books and PDFs. Sacred-text.com is the largest site of online books for magic, esoterica, folklore, religion, mythology, and it's free. Similar to this, embassyofthefreemind.com has over 3,000 vintage occult books and grimoires and more. Get crafting. I saw these beautiful smoke cleansing feather ones on Etsy, but they came with a really hefty price tag. So I went to my local park and I picked up piles of feathers and a stick with glue and string, and I'm not going to lie, a hell of a lot of patience. I hate fiddly things, and nearly threw this thing out the window several times. But I managed to make this feather cleansing wand for less than £5. Nature is free, and making your tools with resources that you have available is going to be way more potent than buying it from somewhere else. See your lack of funds as an opportunity to be creative. I bought ethically sourced beeswax candles. I cannot do that every week. But what I did do was collect the leftover melted wax and I created two more candles from that. There are printable tarot decks online. Also, if you're good at drawing, you could create your own. You might not be able to design your own, but you could at least copy some tarot decks. And you can create your own rune stones as well if you find enough stones and have a marker pen. You can also do divination with playing cards, a bowl of water, or even a phone screen. Awake Organics create beautiful, cruelty-free skincare and cosmetics. I'm quite careful and fussy with what I put on my skin, but I recently tried their Sea Quartz Vegan Cleanser and I was blown away. It's a micro-polish, but it isn't created with plastic beads. It's ground quartz crystal. The crystals are hand-milled, washed and filtered by a Reiki master. Vivid green from the spirulina, it was fun to use, and with the essential oils of sweet orange and chamomile, it smelt so good I could have eaten it. My skin looked and felt incredible. 
Awake Organics uses plastic-free packaging and, where possible, sources their ingredients in the UK. And now they're offering 20% off with the code MAJORSWELL20, all uppercase. Once again, that's Awake Organics. Other hints and tips. Olive oil will stand in for any oil that you need. A white candle can represent any coloured candle. And when you see candle, it can be a tea light, a birthday candle. It doesn't have to be a big pillar candle. Clear quartz is a good stand-in for any crystal. The real power behind these items lies in cleansing them and putting your intent and giving the object that you're using meaning. In terms of essential oils, the three most useful ones in my opinion are rosemary, peppermint and lavender. Discounted flowers make great offerings for deities and ancestors. The Greeks also used milk. Hecate accepts offerings of negative emotions and floor sweepings. Water can be charged in the light of any phase of the moon, or sun, depending on the results you want from your workings, and can add a powerful boost to any spell. Placing the High Priestess or the Magician Tarot card on your altar will help bring this energy into your craft. Also, meditating on them might give you the support that you need. Working with the planets and the days can help charge and focus your intent. Look at what planets and days can help you. This is called planetary magic. Putting crystals into shampoo, conditioner or shower gel bottles is great for imbuing them with energy. Draw sigils on your skin with silk while showering. Your fingers have different meanings associated with them. I spoke about this on the Witch Better Have My Money episode, as well as nail polish. Wearing rings with intent on your fingers that support that intent can help focus your craft. You can work with colours with the clothes you wear, and this falls under fashion magic. Black is great for protection, orange is uplifting and great for your instincts, for example. You can even charm certain items of clothing, enchanting a necklace so it aids in communication. Sportswear can be charmed so you perform better. Shoes can have a sigil drawn on the bottom for whatever purpose you desire. If you wear glasses, you can enchant them to see the lighter side of life. Witchcraft to me is this idea of things operating outside the boundaries of normal. I spoke about this in the Witcher's Brew episode. There's opportunities to hack mundane routines and to turn them into the magical. If you don't have the funds to invest in your craft, think about where you already spend your money and if you can turn that into witchcraft. Travelling to work, petition Hermes and ask for his protection and speed. Invite good spirits into your home and commune with the house spirit by leaving offerings that you've already prepared. When cooking, stir into your food sigils for good health and nourishment or chant and sing into the food. I've come up with a basic and essential list and some suggested uses as examples. Salt to protect or banish. Water to bless. A white tea light candle for the use in any spell. A feather for smoke cleansing. And all these four will cover the four elements if you want to use them on your altar. Pen and paper to write sigils and spells. Bay leaves, very versatile and can be used for manifesting. Olive oil to stand in for any oil. Rosemary to make your own smoke cleanse bundle. A clear quartz crystal, though not necessarily essential. And if you want, you could get my three essential oils, peppermint, lavender and rosemary. Combine these with planetary magic and you've got a powerful combo working for you there. I hope that I've given you some inspiration. These are really difficult times. Don't shame yourself for not feeling connected to your practice. It's completely normal and it's expected to feel sluggish around this time. Be kind and be gentle to yourself. Give yourself the time and start small in whatever way feels right or inspires. Thanks for listening today, Majors. You can find me on Instagram at the Majors Well, and it's the same for Twitter. The email account for the podcast is themajorswell at gmail.com. Please get in touch if you've got any more questions, stories, or experiences that you want to share. 
If you want to support the show, I've left my Patreon link in the description. You can subscribe to my Sugarpot spell. The address is patreon.com slash themajorswell. And I should say I've charged the Sugarpot a little bit differently lately to give support in terms of spirituality rather than life generally. If you want to support the show but you're not able to, tell your friends or leave a five-star review. I've left the link in the episode description and please help out in whatever way you can. I don't have sponsorship and I'm an independent podcast. A big thank you to Corel St. Clair for the podcast artwork and peace out, witches. Take care.